Today on uh, LSC Share Talk, we've got Dave Reeves, who's the uh, CEO of uh, Keras Resources. Um, they've just received, uh, just released their uh, quarterly report. Um, Dave, how are you? Uh, good morning, Rob. Uh, okay, and yourself? Yes, not too bad, thanks. Um, do you want to expand a bit on the uh, quarterly report? Just uh, give us the highlights and then uh, talk us through a bit about it. Yeah, sure. Look, um, obviously it's our first quarter uh, of operations and uh, I think it's fairly safe to say that we're, we're not uh, overly happy with how it turned out. We got off to a pretty good start in, in April, um, but May and June, unfortunately, uh, we had a few few teething problems, um, a lot of soul searching over that time and a lot of changes being implemented uh, for the current quarter. Um, and you know, I suppose it's one of those things starting up in a, a new area um, in the time frame that we did. Uh, no excuses. Uh, we expected to turn a profit. Um, you know, we were profitable until we, we paid out the, the tribute amount. Um, and, and there's lessons learned in that. But if we hit the highlights, you know, 63,000 tonnes of all mined at, um, at 1.36 grams. What I should mention as well is we, we talk about provisional grade a lot. Um, and, you know, in previous podcasts, we've discussed the sampling procedure and, you know, there's months involved in getting it back. As we stand today, uh, we've only had 7,000 tonnes of that 63,000 tonnes with a final determination of grade and recovery. The rest all is in process. Um, we've had delays at the sample crusher and then there's a long process to follow after that. Um, so these are a combination of final determined grades uh, or mine core grades that we've, we've reduced um, uh, based on experience on that first determination um, to try and and give us our best approximation. Uh, so we will, as those come in, we will be able to give definitive grades on what we get paid on. Um, but I think that's the first thing. All these numbers are based on, on provisional grades, which are not final definitive grades. 85% uh, yeah, of them are based on our estimates. Um, so if we if we have a look at that, yeah, we mined a, uh, Anomaly 22 and Accord were the two pits. Um, these are what we call laterite pits. Um, so there was reasonably extensive historical drilling that we used um, we, to determine the, the pit areas. Um, and then, you know, obviously we, we had raised 500,000 pounds to start operations. And, and with that, there were certain restrictions, one of which was we said, well, there's enough historical data, we won't go and re-drill all of this ourselves. Uh, and I suppose that's lesson number one learnt um, was historical data is pretty reasonable, but with the various data um, or, or datum changes and all the survey coordinates, uh, the level of confidence um, has to be tempered. And so we started mining with historical information and doing our own grade control. And as we did our grade control, we found that there was in some areas less ore um, than was a estimated from historical data. Um, so a strip ratio went up. Um, the way the ore bodies lied was not these big bulk ore bodies. There were more discrete ore bodies that needed to be taken meter flitches. So our productivity went down. Uh, and you, know, you combine those two and instantly you've got a, a cost increase. Um, so lessons learned from that. Uh, so with Richie Proof, as we've shown on previous Twitter, we're drilling that whole deposit before we 
um, fire our first shot in anger and we'll be releasing those results there or when now we'll release them once we've had a chance to compile and check the QAQC so that when we go into a pit we know the strip ratio, we know the grade, we're not relying on historic data. So that's first lesson learned. Um, second lesson, uh, we talked about the productivity. That's a function of strip ratio in these one metre high benches. It's also a function of the digger size. Um, the ore bodies we're moving into now are not these lateroid ore bodies, they're more your conventional sub-vertical um, reef ore body. So it lets us get bigger diggers in to move waste and we can go to two, two and a half metre benches. So instantly your productivity increases with the same amount of labour by bringing in a bigger digger. So that um, helps to uh, reduce cost. Uh, if we have a look at the labour we employed when we set up, we, you know, we were going into a bit of unknown territory. So we brought on uh, operators that were multi-skilled. They could drive a dozer, be on a draw rig, what have you. Uh, and we paid um, a price for having that multi-skilling. You know, we weren't paying mm. truck driver rates for a truck driver. We were paying rates above that so that guy could also jump on a drill. But what we found out with the cyclical nature of mining is that uh, we can target specific jobs and as such pay for those specific jobs um, what we should pay. So that reduces your labour bill. And we're also contracting people direct um, which saves you know, markups from, from labour providers. Uh, so that, again, helps bring down um, the costs. Uh, I think one of the other main ones to look at is uh, the fact that uh, our operating costs um, pre the tribute were around that uh, 1,400 Aussie an ounce. We got paid 1687. Um, so if we were doing a profit share, we would have been in profit. Um, but with the tribute that we have at Grants Patch, we pay 22% of the gold um, straight up. And in a high margin, high grade underground, that's fine. But what we've learnt is that, you know, if there's anything goes wrong in these lower margin pits, uh, a profit share is certainly a, a lot less riskier way of, of mining. And so we're targeting those two tributes, which is the Witchy Proof and the Lindsay's tribute because of that profit share um, you know, it considerably reduces our risks um, in the next quarter. Um, another key lesson learnt is uh, on the milling. Uh, as I say, we still only have provisional grades for a lot of our product. Um, it's very difficult to adapt your mining without understanding what you're doing um, grade-wise. So we're in discussion, certainly for Lindsay's, um, we'll be processing at a batch mill uh, all of that material. What that means is we put all of our material through at once. The gold that comes out is ours. That's the grade. That's what you get paid on. And you know that within sort of a week of finishing milling. Uh, whereas currently, you know, we're experiencing timelines of up to three months before we get feedback uh, on what the grade is. We do get advanced payments um, as part of the current setup, but uh, obviously uh, what we'd like to get is full payment as quick as we can. And that's what moving to a batch mill um, does for us there. So, yeah, I suppose that's in summary. Um, we're off and running. Would have liked to have uh, had better results than what we're showing today. Um, but with the lessons learned, you know, we're very confident about the current quarter. 
Um, we also have made good progress on the undergrounds. We've just got the bulk sample approval um, for Prince of Wales. Um, so we're just waiting on the safety permit now. Uh, and then that's open uh, and away we go. Um, the permits for some of the other, well, for the parrot feathers underground and all the designs and costings are, are pretty well complete. We'll finalise the design and costing tomorrow on parrot feathers and you know, as and when we're ready, we'll, we'll put out some announcements on that showing profiles, costs, etc. and that's looking very good. Um, so the long-term side, you know, still uh, looking very positive with the undergrounds and in the short term, uh, you know, lessons learned and we'll apply them this quarter um, to get a result that uh, I hope everyone's going to be a lot happier with for this quarter. Yeah, I think uh, certainly last time I spoke to you, you said that quarter three is uh, going to be a bigger quarter for you. Uh, I mean, certainly with uh, witchy proof and uh, and obviously you've experienced these problems. I mean, you've you've only been uh, in the the gold game in Australia, I think, from well, not not that long basically. So you you've actually had a a good opportunity to learn what to do and what not to do. Um, I mean, certainly the the issues with the mill, We I can recall before they were, you released a, a statement about improving the um, the processing that was taking place here, so I'd, I'd quiz you about the logistics there. Um, but witchy proof, just so it's unclear, that's not the same, we're not looking at the Paddington Mill, are we, for, for witchy proof? Or... Okay, well look, um, you know, there's various agreements, uh, you know, what I think um, you need to understand is this area has a lot of transactions and mergers and acquisitions and sales and joint ventures and whatever over the years. And going back to a 1993 agreement between the then owners Placidome and another tenement owner, um, which you prove uh, is not owned by Norton, so it's under a different tribute. Mm -hmm. It's with a private prospector but they still have a right to look at milling witchy proof. Uh, and we're currently in discussions with Norton about that. There's various um, rights for each party. Uh, and we're trying to find um, common ground uh, that works, works for all. Uh, and those discussions are ongoing. We hope to announce some clarity on that, but certainly I can tell you that Lindsay's will be processed at a, at a different mill, um, witchy proof yeah, discussions, uh, you know, we'd hope to conclude in the next couple of weeks on exactly what's happening there. But our, our preference is to get it through a batch mill. Um, it just gets us better feedback on grade and uh, a lot quicker payment times. And certainly, like you said, uh, with Lindsay, then the uh, going forward, uh, doing samples first is certainly going to be more helpful, I guess, rather than um, just relying on the historic data. So it should actually give you a good forecast of what's what you can expect to get um, going forward. Yeah, one hundred percent. And that's you know where we've been, uh, without a doubt, a bit lapsed in the past on putting out production forecasts, and the main reason has been that. A, we've had very limited time to get on top of a lot of old historic data. B, it's a historic data and, and how confident are we or not in that. Um, so with the open pits, there's a bit of hand to mouth. Uh, you know, we'll drill it out in front. We'll be able to put good targets on once we've drilled it out. For the undergrounds, they're drilled pretty well already. So we can provide good targets on that. But the, the open pits, because they're small pits drilled to a certain degree, um, and there's more variability in these open pits, we we do need to drill them first. And as we drill them, as I said, we'll, we'll announce which improved grade control results shortly. And 
and what that means. You know, there's some really nice numbers in there, but we now need to run it through, re-optimise it, redesign it based on those numbers and based on the revised operating plan, and then we can put out some pretty solid numbers. Yeah, and uh, you know, from the uh, the report as well. Again, I guess with the, with Witchy Proof, you you talk about the different trucks um, and using a different strategy. So. Yeah, absolutely. Look, one of the things we found in those two months where we didn't do so well, you know, we kicked off at 1,200 ounces in the first month. Um, and then we only did that in the next two months thereafter, basically. Uh, and what a lot of well, some of that was certainly wet weather. Um, if you have a look online, you'll find that the West Australian wheat crop is uh, looking at a record season for all records this year because there's been bumper winter rains and that rain it goes out to Kalgoorlie region. So we've had a lot of downtime um, with well above average rainfall. Um, it doesn't require a lot in those areas turned to mud as, as some of the photos I've shown in the past. Uh, and so we're looking at, uh, or we are changing to six wheelers. Um, they can run in the rain a lot more. So we're not just sitting there paying people to, to sit and do nothing. We'll always be getting productivity. So it's, it's those little lessons, those you know, little bits, one plus one plus one, and before you know it, um, they make quite a substantial difference. Yeah, and you, you've also, um, I mean, you say there's little differences. So you, you have actually mentioned uh, in the report the little difference. I mean, for example, the the, um, the labour being on site or close to you know, accommodation, things like that. So um, I guess effectively you are looking at where you can reduce the cost, changing the, the labour style. So it's, like you said, not multi-skilled people, but small people contracted for the role they're going to do if they're going to drive that truck. So, I mean, for me, well, at least one of the things I'm taking from this is that, uh, you know, you, you've had a bit of a tough quarter, but uh, if anything, I mean, it, it should hopefully, uh, you know, give you the lessons that you need to uh, with the other projects. Um, with the other projects, though, because uh, you, you mentioned uh, the money in the bank, are, are you confident or happy with how things are going and progressing at the moment? Yeah, sure. Look, um, you know, we need to to hit our goals for this quarter and, and be making money. And as soon as you're making money, everything becomes a lot easier. Mm -hmm. um, as I said, the undergrounds, we're finalising absolute detail um, designs, etc. now before we've had Raw designs, we're now into the, the weekly schedule um, style of, of costings. Uh, and what we need to do is just adapt those uh, into our cash position um, and work out how best to to run things. You don't, you know, another lesson learned is we don't want to do too much at once. Um, and so it's a matter of saying, well, okay, let's, do we slow down one? Not saying do we not do it, but do we slow down one area? Uh, to make sure we get one area up and running well before the other, or, or how do we do that? And those are discussions that we, we're doing at the moment. And as I say, once we've finalised those designs, we'll release to market a, a full ramp-up schedule. Um, targets are still in place, the so 30,000 ounces um, run rate by mid next year. Um, you know, that all looks good. Um, we do mention in there that we, you know, we continue to look at at um, other projects and that's always ongoing. Uh, there's lots of activity in, in gold at the moment and obviously the gold price during the quarter uh, has gone up. You know, if you have a look at it at the moment, our average um, price received was 16.87 and the gold price is sitting between the 17.50 and 1800 um, at the moment. So, you know, everything's 
positive in that regards for the quarter, higher gold price, um, lower operating inputs, uh, higher grade pits, you know, you add them together and, um, uh, you know, that's why we're a lot, well, we're, we're optimistic for this quarter and confident about hitting our targets for this quarter. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's uh, probably a key thing then as well. Also, the, the, the higher grades uh, would certainly be um, more helpful. It, and it was sort of your, your strategy. I can remember a presentation uh, when you did back in Warsaw and you were talking about the different projects that you had and certainly uh, Lindsay, Prince of Wales and stuff like that. That's, to me, that's what seemed uh, more appealing. Um and at least, uh, I guess you're getting your, you get your your feet wet uh, with the the last two uh, pits to uh, see what you how how you're going to actually uh, complete your strategy. Um, with the the final grades, you mentioned we're going to find out that uh, at some point. Um, you don't have a time scale or anything like that. We're just still waiting. I guess it could be a few weeks. Few yeah, months. See, look, I mean. Let me give you an example. Um, there's a batch that was pretty well finally determined, but then when you do, when you do these batches, you put in standards, which are known grade material that you can check the calibration of the instrument that's you know assaying for gold. Mm. And what we found was that two of the ten standards failed, um, and as such, we now need to reassay. That. So what should have been another determined batch is still awaiting um, reassay, and we've then got to do the QA, QC on that, etc. So to give a specific time frame, uh, you know, the one thing we've learned is that uh, you know there's a process to follow um, to get it right, and sometimes you know, that process needs to be checked and then rechecked if there's glitches that appear in the process, um, and you know that's what the QA, QC is about. Yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, what about the? Uh, I, I see one of the statements about the um, Prince of Wales bulk so, uh, samples approved, approvals received. That, that's um, that's going to be something coming up fairly soon. I mean, well, basically, you've got a quarter, which I'm guessing is going to be full of uh, lots of information coming through to us. Uh, you know, those invested, uh, obviously, like I said, tough quarter but higher grades to come and uh, more news and the lessons that you're going to apply with it. Um, you did mention one statement about uh, Tongo in there. Tongo, yeah. We, yeah. Um, it's still a waiting award, but we've been having some positive discussions and, you know, that, that's been a long journey so far, uh, but just highlighting that, you know, we, it's, it's not forgotten in any way, shape or form and discussions continue and you know, there's, there's good noises coming out of Togo, but you know, proofs in the pudding. We need to get that in our in our hands. Um, but there is uh, there is positive action on the ground there. Okay, but uh, more of a focus in uh, in the gold at the moment, I guess. Oh, look, we we are 100% focused. You know, the, the thing we have to do is is get positive in our cash flow. That is the single biggest burning issue for us. Next is to get those undergrounds up and running. They're our real cash generators and a backbone going forward. Um, Togo is, you know, uh, we continue to have those discussions, but we need to uh, get what we're doing right. Uh, yeah. And then we can start to, to look further afield. Okay. And uh, you're, you're still a, a big, I think you're probably the, the biggest shareholder at the moment. Is that right? Yeah, certainly am, and uh, yeah, look, I'm obviously 
very positive about the future. Uh, you know, I know uh, it, it is a disappointing first quarter, uh, but very optimistic about what we've got coming up, where we're heading, and um, see good value ahead. So, you know, I'm comfortable longer term. Disappointed, you know, we've put in the team here has put in a hell of a lot of effort um, to get where we got to. So it's disappointing not to make money after some, you know, Herculean efforts by everyone on site and and elsewhere. Um, but uh, optimistic for the future. Yeah, I mean, certainly, I, I think some shareholders can take a little bit of comfort in the fact that obviously, you, as the biggest shareholder, you feel the same payment as them, really. Um, I, I feel I would think further pain. None of us like to disappoint, um, be it the market or friends and family that are invested. It's not a good feeling. Um, so, you know, we take it pretty personally um, when we don't deliver. Uh, and then obviously, yeah, I've got a lot at stake as well. So add that together and, um, you know, certainly I, I think I have uh, probably ridden a, a, high, a, a fairly large emotional roller coaster over the last month or two as, as we try and work out what's happening. But, um, you know, certainly positive for the future, though. So um, lessons learned. Well, that's good. I mean, uh, like you said, uh, this is this is the big quarter basically coming up now. So it's going to be full of activity. Um, Dave, thanks uh, for taking the time to have a chat with us and uh, go through the quarterly report. Um, like I said, uh, we'll always be in touch and uh, we'll wait to hear the next bit of news that comes through. Fantastic. Much appreciated. Thanks, Rob. No problem, Dave. Cheers.